Welcome to the Herald Podcast, New Generation, a podcast created for those who desire a new way of gaining information rather than reading a traditional newspaper. In our show, we will discuss everything from sports, pop culture, politics, and local news. To stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on our website. And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time. Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With the digital subscription, you get web exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash podoffer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash podoffer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the New Generation Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tanner Mondock. And I'm your other host, Janae Avery. And today in studio with us, we have two people coming to us from the city of Sharon. Uh, Sitting right in front of me, we have the city manager, Bob Fiscus, and then the downtown development director, Sharers Moreta, returning for second appearance on the show also, (laughs) by the way. So thank you both for coming on the show this week. Yeah, thanks for having us. So... A lot going on in the city of Sharon, if you've been following along. So uh, just thought it'd be good to sit down with you both and just kind of see how things are going, where things are heading. So we're going to get into all that after we take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. All right, so before we get into all the fun stuff with the grants and developments and all that, you know, Saturday was water fire. Bob, you were actually one of the orb lighters. So, yeah, you yeah. know, I was above in the mm-hmm. Gilbert's building, so it was uh, a sheriff's there. But um, 
just looking over you. So what was that experience like? I mean, I mean it was a true honor to, to experience that, and especially being the 10th anniversary. Right. But to be alongside with, you know, the executive staff of the city that, you know, all of them work so hard and, you know, you know, well more than a normal work week mm -hmm. to, to, you know, and to make the progress that we're making. So, you know, to be along with them there, it was, it was an honor. It was a great experience. It was, I don't know, it was very humbling, I guess, to stand there in mm -hmm. front of the orb and, right. you know, and take part in that event from a different perspective. So how hot is it? Like I, last year I got pretty close <laughs> to it when they were lighting it, but you know, like I said, I was up in the Gilbert's building mm -hmm. this time. How hot is it when you're standing there? I'd say it's warm. Okay. <laughs> it's but warm. you're probably used to yeah, it. It, it. It didn't melt my shirt or anything. That's true. Yeah. It, you it, are the fire chief, so it, I guess, yeah. It was it was warm. Right, yeah. No, because, I mean, there is the one point where it's it's lit, and then you're just kind of standing there still with the mm. torch, and it's just like, it's got to be so hot right there. I'd say that the heat varies as the wind. <laughs> right. So, you know, as the wind blows the fire at you, it, it gets warmer. That's true. It wasn't mm. the warmest night uh, last Saturday, oh. but... um. But yeah, no, I just thought we should touch on that. Yeah. I'm sure that was... Yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of the city of Sharon, it looked like Waterfire was another success. A lot of people were downtown. So, um, and that's kind of been the focus of, you know, things going on in Sharon. It's just redeveloping downtown. And there's a lot to be said with the um, the pandemic-related American mm -hmm. Rescue Fund acts. You know, you guys got, what, close to $15 million yeah. awarded. And so you spent some of that, but there's still a lot to be spent. So, you know, before we kind of get into some of what has already been spent with that, What's like the vision for this money in terms of like where you're looking, where this is going, and all that? I mean, I think from when we were when we were very fortunate to receive the money, mm -hmm. was something was unexpected, and, and when we realized the number was going to be a game changer, right? I think you know as we started having our discussions, they they centered around you know for sustainability, mm -hmm. you know yeah. to, to make sure that you know not just the government services are sustainable, but that our local economy sustainable and our, and our current businesses had get to receive the, the support that's needed to make sure they could continue to exist mm -hmm. so i mean that, that, i think that was our the first tier of it was was how do we support our current businesses and, and a lot of what we did at that point was you know have our stakeholder meetings and, and get in touch with our businesses and find out how to support them and, and sharon's right. had a, a lot with that well, it's hard to be impactful. You know, we, we don't, you know, this this opportunity, you know, is a once in a lifetime for the city. And it's, it, you know, we want to see it last and can, and come back over and over down the road. And so making those decisions to be impactful, but hearing all the voices, you know, that was important too. And then trying to put it all together into one vision. And the vision is still growing. The vision is still adjusting. And, you know, maybe last year, what we were thinking, things adjust because you start to see other realities and you just try to make sure you're doing the best you can with with the with the decision making. And, and yeah. I know we've been very thoughtful about it. I mean, really talking to each other, talking to the people in the community and listening. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, I think then, you know, from sustainability, we went, how do we grow? Yeah. Right. You know, how, do, how, how do we grow our, you know, our local economy? You know, so if we support our current businesses, but how do we attract new businesses? Mm -hmm. How do we, we've already sustained businesses. How do we help them grow now? Yeah. So I think that was the, the second tier of it was what do we do to infuse that money into our city of Sharon economy and reality, the Shenango Valley, mm -hmm. right. that, you know, continues to grow and have returns on it where we have the ability to not only attract new businesses, but, you know, change the trend where we've been losing, you know, residents to where we start to, to grow as a community. So that that's, uh, you know, I think that's where we transitioned to yeah. after we got past the sustainability part. It was, 
how do, how do we start attracting those new businesses? Exactly. Right. And he made a good point. He said, it's not just Sharon. It is the Shenango Valley. It is that rising right. tide rises all ships mentality that we're really trying to have. You know, we're, we're looking at what we're doing. We're looking at what Hermitage is doing in Sharpsville and Farrell. And, you know, their wins we celebrate too. But we also don't want to do what they're doing. We want to do some different things so that way people come to the valley and have all these great experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, I think the next step from there the, in my thought process, and this is kind of where I came into this, is how do we then get the word out how do we market how do we promote it's great you know this whole idea of being the best kept secret we don't want to be the best kept secret we want the world to know all the good things that are happening here and so our role you know the role that i find that i take is really how to get the word out and help communicate not only to you know the outlying areas but also to our businesses themselves you Mm -hmm. know here are things going on you know here's things to be proud of here's things to be you know to look at and 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 take into what you're doing and, and kind of include it in what you're doing already too so right and you both mentioned the new businesses that have been coming into the valley and tan and i both have covered them over the course of the pandemic and i think that one of the things that we've really noticed is that there's a new entertainment aspect to mm-hmm. all of the new businesses that are coming in so it's attracting to that younger audience so just kind of pivoting into those new businesses, can you guys talk about a little bit of the, some of the ones that you have been able to help fund and bring into the community? Yeah, I, I think f- first we got to recognize that, you know, we realize we got to do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. downtown is, is much different than it was in what we hear stories about what it was like 50 years ago or 40 yeah. years ago. Right. You know, we can't do, keep, you know, it's, it's in the past, though. It's wonderful, but it's yeah. in the past. What's right. yeah. the future? Yeah. The, the retail center, you know, Sharon likely isn't going to be the retail center of the Shenango Valley. Right. But, you know, what, what will be providing Sharon that creates an experience? And, and Waterfire is a good example that we just talked about it, mm-hmm. where we had, you know, the 10th anniversary is probably one of the most successful Waterfires yet, but it was an experience. It brought people into Sharon yeah. to experience something. So I think as Out we're, of their homes and into the downtown. That's right. a big thing. So, you know, as we started looking at, you know, businesses and business attractions, I think something that has an experience you know, became very important to us that we're, you know, we could start building off of that. And mm-hmm. when we had our, you know, stakeholder meetings and um, what, what, what was the terminology for the big meeting we had? Oh, it was like, uh, it was a, um, I, I, know, <laughs> yeah. just, I had it and yeah. then you said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was like a retreat. Yeah. And so we had this retreat and we came up with four R's is really mm-hmm. what we came down to restaurant, retail, recreation, and riverfront. I would add an S to mm-hmm. we learn later services are important too. Mm-hmm. So. so, I mean, I think, you know, as we listened and, you know, it, it, it's changed my perception, perception on what I was thinking myself, but we started to recognize that, you know, when you hear from everyone and we see what can work and what's working other places and what our downtown stakeholders are interested in, you know, I think it lended us to start looking that direction to, to, you know, to create a grant program that would, you know, attract and support those types of businesses. Right. And and, it, and and the reason I add services, so I, I had the opportunity to go down to the P, PA downtown convention uh, back in July. And one of the things that we learned, like rec- restaurants, recreation, retail, all that's amazing and it gets people out, but also services that you don't always have. So, you know, for example, Sharon City Eye Works, that's a really good one because initially, like, how is that retail, this or that? Well, they're bringing in an eye doctor when we, we've had three retire in the valley. Mm-hmm. So their numbers are going to be up to 100 a week in eye appointments coming into Sharon. So now we're getting foot traffic who will hopefully go to the the restaurants and the retail so it's also creating foot traffic opportunities too that we're looking at right um so you, you know you mentioned city i work so i'm just going to mention some some other you know maybe some notable places that have mm-hmm. received some money so 
the Corinthian, you know, for an outdoor patio area and a balcony and courtyard. Um, Axe Theater Group, of course, which has been on this show before. Um, they're getting pretty close to opening that thing up, so that's going to be pretty exciting. Aquaponics Project over at the Landings. Let's see, the student housing projects over at the Penn State Shenango Fuel Club and all their improvements that they've been working on over there. Uh, Nova Destinations, which yeah. we were just over, um, what, two weeks ago or something, I think, is when that happened. All the stuff going on over at Deal. I'm sure you noticed, you know, they tore down that former building and they're working on something else over there. And then Croker's Brewing Company is going to be coming in. And then, of course, the Penn State Shenango launch box. So that's just a few, you know, there's more mm. than just that, but there's a lot of exciting things happening. And this has just been over the course of what, maybe like the last year or so. Yeah, right, mean, the last six months. I was going to say, or, yeah, right. that's what it feels like is the six months. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, out of those ones, you know, did I miss anything? What are some of the standouts to well, you? Or Julian's coming. Julian's from Meadville. Julian's Barn Grill coming from Meadville. That's right. That and is, they're going to relocate yeah. into the former Lula Bean space. And that's really exciting. I mean, that they're great. So we've got some really great mm. things happening and mm -hmm. coming here. I think mm. another one that falls in line with... You know that aspect is the web winery yeah oh yeah that's right because mm -hmm. they, they plan to open up a, ta a tasting room and an event space so okay yeah be really cool so, mm. I, mean, I mean if you look specifically to Corinthian I mean that's a transformative project oh yeah that, you know not only it provides for an outdoor outdoor area that you know creates that resiliency if there is another pandemic uh -huh. or, or something like that <laughs> happens right so they're not as dependent as they were on just on in their you know indoor banquet hall facilities mm -hmm. but it allows for them to have outdoor areas and really, there, there's a little corridor in there and, and an alley that, you know, has some art um, exhibits in it and such. Exactly. So, you know, I, yeah. I think, that, you know, that's a project that fit in well. Right. Because when you first look at it, it's, well, you know, it's an outdoor patio, but it's it's also transforming that entire, you know, miniature corridor as how, how does that connect with, you know, riverfront recreation. Right. Or to the... The experience someone would see at a, at a nova facility mm -hmm. right so it's kind of creating a downtown center right in that corridor actually from corinthian and really penn state all the way over to quaker stake with the walkway mm -hmm. so we're really looking at you know to create corridors as well of where people can just come out and have a great time mm -hmm. and right. enjoy mm -hmm. you know a downtown as mm -hmm. it should be enjoyed mm -hmm. and you know you mentioned the the penn state endowments I mean, yeah. that was an area that really gave us the ability to maximize our dollars. Right. Because the, the two endowments that were created were matched at 100%. So yeah. the, the city contributed a million dollars and Penn State contributed a million dollars. Right. So it took that $1 million and turned it into $2 million. And there was another one that was similar. So really you're creating a, a $2 million investment, mm -hmm. but it becomes $4 million. Yeah. Right. And then $100,000 a year will be peeled off of it as a 5% from the endowment that'll go out to support businesses. Mm -hmm. right. So there's well, two of those now. So there's you know two $100,000 grants and support that'll go out to local businesses in perpetuity. Right, mm -hmm. which is a huge deal because you know with everyone knocking on the door of the ARPA funds, you know now we can say, hey, you know once the, once these funds go, well, now we've got other options, other ways to continue to support our business community. So we really are inviting businesses mm -hmm. to really think about locating or relocating into the downtown area and into Sharon because there's going to be uh, support in perpetuity, really, the way this has been set up. Yeah. And I mean, it seems like just like going through this and just hearing as to like what's coming in and everything, it seems like a lot of this is lending itself to making Sharon like a destination if people want a night out, you know, mm -hmm. like on the town, you know, you got go see a show over at Axe, you know, go over to Nova Destinations, one of their three floors, you know, mm -hmm. plenty to choose from over there. You know, it just seems like 
it's going to be, you know, like I said, yeah, a fun place for a night out. But it also helps support the businesses already there. So, right, you know, yeah. you're going to Axe, maybe you grab dinner at Donna's, maybe yeah. you grab a drink later at Nova. But I mean, you, you, there's ways it's it's we're really trying to create a synergy between the current and the new, you know, mm-hmm. so that it's helping everyone. Yeah. In like March 2020, like, you know, everyone was kind of down when the pandemic hit. But really, it was kind of a blessing in disguise for the c- city of Sharon, just the Shenango Valley in general, because it allowed for all these different money to come in. And then it mm-hmm. also allows for not only you guys working in the city, but also the business owners to kind of think outside the box like you said how they're thinking about the outdoor patio space so like just those little things that people would have never really thought about adding to their business now they are doing that now so the obviously you need the community's help to support these businesses so what would you tell the communities to do to get around these businesses and kind of help you know further that push to get more people down into downtown Sharon? Well, I mean, I think, you know, this is something we discuss at length, and, and it's not just us, it's not just Sharon, it's the Valley at times. Mm-hmm. There's still sometimes a mentality of, like, there's this sort of, like, they kind of still see negative stuff from 20, 30, 40 years ago when steel mills went down, and right. we're, we're trying to really push through that, and, and we re- we need our residents to, su- to be part of that, because we get it, there's challenges, there's challenges everywhere, but one of the things when I went down to the PA downtown convention is we really realized that we have a lot more going on than, a l- we, we were shocked, actually, there there were so many things that they said, you know, like you have a wonderful river, you know, they go, we're lucky if we get 300 people in our events. And we're like, we usually get eight to 10,000. You know, so we realize right. we really have some advantages and we have to start seeing differently and maybe speaking differently about mm-hmm. what a great, the good parts of the community. That doesn't mean we ignore the problems. It just means that we really need to ha- focus on the positive and then really start making efforts behind those positive things. And so mm-hmm. that's something we are inviting our residents to be a part of is we get it, we know there's challenges, we're trying to help with our neighborhoods too. Lots to Love has been a great project that's helping with that among others. But we also, you know, it's also a mindset change. And so we know we have our work cut out for us. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I would build on that is just saying, you know, the invitation's out, you know, region wide. Yeah. So, you know, we, you know, we want all of our residents to benefit from the changes and have the opportunity to to take part in the yeah. in the increased recreation and and options on different places to dine and such but we also you know we, we look at it as, as a much bigger part that it's it's the shenango valley and, and greater than that so yeah we hope as someone's Western looking PA at East looking to, to experience you know a, a community that you know that has you know the arts like shares talked about you know when we're centered along a river yeah. And we have a, a college campus that's transitioning to a point where it's going to have student housing for the first time ever. What, ever, yeah. Right. And, and, and we have, you know, additional options to eat, and, and we continue to center all that, uh, you know, a, along, you know, the riverfront, which makes us pretty unique. Yeah. yeah. So really we'd does. like you just to invite everyone uh, to come down and, and, and take part in that and, and, and start to, you know, recognize the changes and see that you know it's it's not going to be the sharing that it was 40 years ago no mm-hmm. but in, nothing in, can be in, nothing can. in some senses it's going to be a lot cleaner yeah and right. and, and a lot nicer yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know we've we've talked about you know what has already happened and everything um you know we mentioned at the beginning of the show that there was um almost a total of 15 million through uh the all the pandemic related funds and all that. So, you know, kind of looking ahead with what's left over, is there anything, you know, is just building on what is already existing, any new ideas, you know, what is being looked at? You know, I think we're gonna, we have a, a number of rounds left in our, um, yeah. in our business incentive grants. Right. And along with that is, you know, the restaurants and new businesses. Yes. So, you know, we'll continue those probably up till about Christmas. 
Yeah. I think those will those will continue to be awarded. Um, at this point, I think we've spent just about half of the funds. Yeah. Hmm. You know, or you know, it's been programmed at least by by city council. You know, so I, I think that uh, you know it continues to evolve. You know. Yeah. We'll get. That. I it think does. That, I think there's <laughs> a, around a a million and a half left in those grants to hand out. Yes. Um, I think that you know once those are done, you know we'll continue to look at you know what else you know what else is prioritized i know there's some infrastructure needs that will be funded you know in in the you know municipal building and some other buildings mm. you know right. and on a much smaller scale but uh, you know i know that you know there's a different areas we're going to be looking at to you know and we want to make sure that we have to have a program by 2024 right so we want to take right. our diligence and make sure that we're programming the money in the right place because before the money came, Sharon had already turned a corner, yeah. and we were very financially stable. So mm -hmm. it wasn't the, you know, we weren't challenged with the things we were challenged with six, seven, you know, years. And you know, things had turned the corner, so we were already positioned well. Yeah. What the money did, it, it created the, you know, really the avenues and the, and the, and the tools to, to make all of it work. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of just maintaining and maintaining mm -hmm. well, now let's move forward and look into the future. And that's what this yeah. money enabled us mm -hmm. to do. So I think, you know, as we come continue to move forward, we'll look in, you know, what programs make the most sense. Mm -hmm. How have we changed? You know, do we need another round of business assistance or do we need more business attraction grants or right. do we need more service? Or I mean, I think there's lots of options that are still out there. Right. And we really work. I mean, we work hard to to do it right. We we really do, and we know that we're never going to be perfect at it. But we are t we're constantly having these conversations, constantly listening in the community, constantly looking at like regional stories. Other 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 communities are using their ARPA funds. What are they doing with them? You know, what can we do to be the most impactful? And um, it's it's honestly it's a constant conversation yeah. that we have. It really is. Yeah, and I'll say take lightly. It's actually something I think it creates anxiety. We stress we stress a lot about. Oh my gosh, you know, and, and that's so true. Like, you know, obviously, you know, and I and I help manage social media, so I see some of the comments, and we're like, do you realize we really are, really looking at this? Like, what, you know, it's not about an agenda. We really want to know that we're we're trying to make a lasting impact, and we're trying to make the right decisions and the best decisions. So there's there's never. I mean, honestly, he's right. There's so much stress mm. about it because you don't want to mess up, you know. Mm. And we also know that no matter what we do, some not everything's gonna be perfect. We know it, but mm -hmm. we still have to move forward and with the best information yeah. we have right now. You yeah, know? I mean, some of the, the easy things we could have done with the money, we could have, yeah. we want to call burying it. Yep. I mean, right. we, we could have, you know, replaced, <laughs> I'm glad you're storm, this up. replaced <laughs> storm sewers, you know, Roads. Uh, sewer. And the roads don't qualify, actually. Oh, okay, so that's good. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, because ro I get roads don't specifically mm -hmm. qualify unless you were going to put storm drains or sewer drains underneath them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the storm sewers, yeah. Um, sanitary sewers and broadband. I mean, those right. are three of the easiest things that are spelled out to fund. Mm -hmm. But you know, those areas that w areas we already maintain and we already take care of. You yeah. know, although everything could use updating and, and may have prevented some sort of future expense, mm -hmm. right. does that really create any change? Well, right. and that's the thing. So, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I actually almost mm. was going to bring it up too. Because one of the things I see the most posts on social media is, "What about our roads?" or this and that. And I just I, I say to myself. If we don't have people coming in and driving on those roads, what does it matter? So right. what we're trying to do is make sure we have so many people coming in and driving on those roads, new business, new people coming in, they're paying taxes. That's going to help fund those roads in perpetu or perpetuity. So I, that's why I'm like, you know, that, that
that's the focus that we have because it's not enough to fix the road if we don't have the businesses that people will drive on those roads and come to. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Well, as we uh, approach the end of this show, um, you know, we touched on a lot, but if there's anything that maybe we didn't touch on that you guys had in mind before coming in here that you'd like to get across before we wrap things up? I mean, I'll just, again, I want to thank you for having yeah. us. And, of course. And I then, you know, it. you know, thank the entire community for, our, you know, without them, we can't make anything happen in Sharon. Mm-hmm. So having them, you know, attend our events and, and, you know, continue to support our businesses and hopefully support our new businesses, you know, yeah. it's much appreciated. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, events, that's a thing we're still trying to do more. You know, we, we're, besides the farmer market that goes every Wednesday and, and Saturday, we're still doing our night market on the Shenango. The next one will be October 28th. Hmm. So trying to just do things that also draw people in and make them feel like, okay, hey, Sharon's a place to hang out and have fun. So right. we appreciate it. We always yeah. do. And you did say that you are over the social media. So do you want to plug in a different social media where people can see the different events that are happening? Yeah, you follow the City of Sharon on Facebook. That's the best place um, in our Instagram as well. So that's another place. Um, And we also have a LinkedIn page. So we try to post on all three. And we just implemented a bi-monthly e-blasted newsletter. So you'll get some information that way too with events and such. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, I think that'll do it this week. I want to thank you again. For, uh, for coming on the show this week. But um, but yeah, that'll do it this week on the New Generation Podcast. We are here every Saturday. We You can find us at SharonHerald.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all the other ones too. And then of course, every Wednesday, uh, myself and Dan Heiner, our sports editor, do the New Generation Sports Report. Um, and you can find that every Wednesday, all the same places you find this show. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, we have some District 10 golf championships taking place later on this week. So good bulk of next week's episode we'll probably be talking about that so definitely tune in next wednesday but um but yeah thank you both again for coming on and thank you all for listening thank you